Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Well, good evening, dear ones. I apologize for being a day late in getting this out to you, but I have been um, so hard at work at some new and exciting things behind the scenes, and I want you to stay tuned to uh, my website and social media. I'm hoping to have it out next week. It may be two weeks, but I have a really um, near and dear to my heart side project that I've been working on, and I will be launching next week and it's taken up a lot of my time and energy so again I apologize for being a day late but it will be it will be worth it because I'm uh, going to be starting something additional that is of great service and that gives me a lot of joy um, and meaning to be offering so stay tuned for that uh, also of course it is no accident that I was a day late because I did not have a specific topic in mind for this week. Sometimes I'm really clear about what I need to share with you and other times I sort of wait to be guided or directed um, or I just look to what's consistently showing up in my work and what I'm finding in my work right now um, are people that are at impasses or feeling stuck for any number of reasons and uh, are having a difficult time that they're feeling challenged in some way. And so, of course, this morning, if you've been watching the news, and I apologize in advance because usually I try to discuss topics that will be relevant whether you listen to them today or 10 years from now. But I'm going to be very specific um, for the next minute or two here. So, of course, the only thing on the news today was the uh, Mueller testimony. And I found it so fascinating, so fascinating to watch both political parties go back and forth. Um, and I promise you I will never try to coerce you into any one political belief or any one spiritual belief or religious belief or even, you know, diet, lifestyle, anything like that. But I found it so interesting to see the difference in temperament and approach and questioning and behavior between Democrats and Republicans. And then over my lunch hour, and I highly doubt that many people were doing this, I was flipping back and forth between Fox News and CNN and Fox News and CNN because I wanted to see these different perspectives and it was just so interesting to see how both sides were able to um, skew the same testimony towards their own ideas and you know this is the world that we live in this is where division and arguments and misunderstandings take place and I'm sure we've all seen it I've it's been around social media plenty of times where there's that little cartoon illustration of a number painted on the ground and one person is looking at it saying this is a six and the other person's looking at it saying no this is a nine well 
it's both, you know, they're, they're both right, but from the side that they're standing on, they can't see the other person's perspective. They're just so clear that they're correct. And unfortunately, we live in this place kind of all the time and in all scenarios. And so I just found it so interesting and fascinating this morning to watch this man testifying and to see both political parties go, oh, no, no, we're right, we're right, we're justified, we're vindicated. And it's so interesting how we can, um, once we have created our truth, that we latch onto it and we can make pretty much anything serve and back up our truth. And I am here to challenge you on that today because I believe in my heart there is no one right way. And even that statement um, is enough to spark outrage in a lot of people. But you know what? At the end of the day, let's just start with diet. There are some people that are hardcore vegans and swear by it for any number of reasons. Right now, keto and paleo and caveman diets are really popular. And they work amazingly for some people. There are people that are very happy omnivores and there's even a newer diet that's coming along these days where people eat meat and only meat. I'm not talking about Atkins. I am talking about meat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No vegetables, no fruits, meat. So all of those diets are correct. If they weren't working for anybody, nobody would do them. But we are individuals and we all know what we need and we all have to find our truth. And obviously you see it happening because even if you go into, um, you know, what, what we would call, I guess, the alternative lifestyle communities. When I was in high school, we had um, gays and lesbians. And now it's LGBTQA, and I think I'm missing some additional letters. But now we're getting into gender pronouns and um, all different kinds of ways of viewing sexuality and sexual orientation um, because everyone's finding their truth. And even within religion, you know, we have essentially we have Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, um, you know, Hinduism, Islam. But even if you look within Christianity, now we have people who are Catholic. <clears throat> we have people who are Methodist, Wesleyan, Episcopalian, Lutheran, Baptist. Everyone's branching off and trying to find their own truth. There's something about a specific mindset that doesn't resonate. And so someone will branch off and diverge and tweak it a little bit. And then they find their truth. And that's how we end up with all of these different sects of religion and all of these different labels under sexuality and all of these different ways of eating. And on one hand, I feel like, you know, we need to just accept people as they are and, um, make room for everyone at the table, <clears throat> excuse me, and let everyone be included. And part of what goes with that is accepting people exactly as they are. Everyone has their own truth. And I know that that is not a popular opinion. Um, 
I know there are some people that are vehemently opposed to anything other than a heterosexual lifestyle. And there are people that absolutely disagree that you can choose your own faith or choose your own path or blend elements of um, mysticism with Buddhism, with Christianity, that you, that, you know, the only way is what's written in your um, religious book, so to speak. I challenge that. And even in healing work, we see so many different ways of looking at the body, right? So even within body work, we have Swedish massage therapy, we have lymphatic massage therapy, we have um, rolfing and structural integration, we have kinesiology, uh, we have acupuncture and acupressure and shiatsu, um, we have meridians and chakras, and you know, there's all these different versions of energy work. We have Reiki and shamanism and um, polarity therapy, zero balancing, reflexology. And, you know, all of these things work. They're all true. There are infinite ways of looking at the body. So acupuncture works amazingly for some people. Trigger point therapy works amazingly for some people. Um, energy medicine works for some people. There is not any one way that is absolute. So I just found it, again, so fascinating this morning to see people, many of them old enough to be my parents, deadlocked into a dogma that could not and would not be challenged. And that they had to bend the truth to fit their version of things or their way of thinking. And I think this is dangerous. I think that, um, I think that if a devout Christian who has the belief that homosexuality is a sin sat down at a table and had a meal with someone who is a in a committed homosexual relationship, that greater understanding would be had. I think if um, a Muslim and a Buddhist broke bread together, that we would find a way to increase our cooperation. I think that, sorry, my little dog is barking in the background. Shh, no thank you, buddy. Um, I think we need to move to a place where we're questioning the truth and not allowing ourselves to be concrete in any one belief system. I think at this point we're more evolved than that. I think we're better than that. Um, I think we're capable of more than just growing up with or, you know, holding on to a belief that we grew up with and not allowing that to be challenged um you know the best example that I can give you what's coming to mind immediately is you know in my family um addiction is a big big problem and it has caused a lot of pain and a lot of divide and a lot of fractured relationships and so truthfully that is probably 
one of my weaknesses, one of the things that I have the least amount of tolerance for and a population that I hold tremendous judgment towards. And it's something that I'm always trying to work on. And so, you know, based on the experiences that have happened in my family, I really have a lot of preconceived ideas because of the experiences that I've had about what an addict is and what addiction looks like and whether or not it's a disease or a choice. And um, I would say in the last year, one of my dearest clients um, revealed a struggle with addiction and I was blown away because it was not a person that I ever would have pegged or suspected was struggling with any level of addiction and that was eye-opening for me to go well wait I actually really like cherish this person and enjoy our time together and admire this person and you know they're clearly very high functioning still getting up going to work every day has a you know as far as I can tell from it being one-sided a wonderful family and you know goes to church and no this isn't an addict an addict is you know my uncle who lies and steals and and cheats and chooses to live on the streets and commit crimes to feed their habit and um, so that was really eye-opening for me to go, oh, you know what? Not everybody fits into that box. There are, are addicts that are, um, you know, quote-unquote, completely normal people living normal lives that are just struggling for whatever reason to get through the day. And so that really challenged my truth and my um, views on addiction and um, you know one of the things that I really cherish about my marriage is that my husband and I kind of joke that we make a complete circle it's very logical very rational very analytical I'm very sort of up in the clouds and all emotion and leading with my heart and so a lot of our banter is always good-hearted but we're always playing devil's advocate towards each other and so um, you know, he questions the validity of things like Reiki and energy work because in his mind there's no science to back it. And that's a really good point. You know, I can't prove that Reiki is real. I can't prove that energy work actually heals. But you know what? There are people that walk around all day and no one so far has been able to prove the existence of God. And yet, most of the population in the world walks around worshiping God in some form. And so my response to him is, you know what? Reiki may not be true. It may be a complete imagination station. Chakras might be completely made up. I don't have any science to prove to you that they exist. But the placebo effect, if nothing else, is extremely therapeutic. And when I do energy work of any kind, I feel better. I feel better when I give it. I feel better when I receive it. My clients feel better. 
And so isn't that enough? Whether it's scientifically proven or not, isn't the fact that it does bring good results, doesn't that make it real? Even if it is a, air quote, placebo, doesn't it make it true if it brings healing results to people? And so I want you to challenge your version of the truth. If you think that it's unethical to eat animals, if you think that it's acceptable to eat animals, if you think that um, pro-life is the only way, if you think that pro-choice is the... um, I don't know what the word is, the better, more honorable decision. Whatever your version of the truth is, I dare you to question that and to put yourself in someone else's shoes for just a little bit. Because instead of holding up signs and shouting at each other and protesting, we need to be having conversations. And again, just... If you're able to, go back and watch a little bit of this morning's testimony. Watch the, you know, synopsis of it on the news channels, not the mainstream ones, but watch Fox News for a little bit. Watch CNN for a little bit. Watch MSNBC for a little bit. And see people's takes and responses based on one answer that was given. It's very, very interesting. And then see how you can apply that within your own life it's okay to be challenged that's how we grow challenge your truth challenge what you've been told challenge what you know you have to find your own truth you have to find a way to eat that works for you you have to find a way of loving that works for you you have to find a way of faith that works for you your life is not here for other people you are here for yourself for your own experiences and your own contributions So I'm daring you to challenge your truth and to spend some time learning about a perspective or an idea or a lifestyle or a behavior that is so different from yours that you could never possibly embrace it. And you know what? Spend an hour, watch a movie, read a news article, get a magazine, have a conversation. Just spend an hour. And if your belief system doesn't change at all, great. But at least you've gained a little bit of perspective and you can maybe suspend the judgment and move forward with a little bit more acceptance. But at the end of the day, I want you to challenge your truth and see what else is out there so that you can keep expanding and keep growing and keep evolving because that's what we need. We need all of these different ideas. We need all of these different Um, you know, behaviors and lifestyles. If everybody was exactly the same, it would be boring. We need that challenge. So this week, challenge your truth. I would love to hear about your experience. Please get in touch with me through my website, through my email, through social media. Let me know how you chose to challenge yourself and what you learned. And who knows, maybe I'll use it in a future episode. Have a wonderful night, dear ones. We'll connect again next week. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, 
please go to my website, www.sheeler.net, or send me an email at ray at Hope to hear from you soon.